Are we recording? Yes, we are. Okay, this is episode 18, actually. Wow. Okay. Uh, back with Celine. Hello. <laughs> uh, this is fourth, third, third, fourth? I think oh. third, maybe? We'll go with third. And okay, if we're third. wrong, <laughs> we're wrong. Well, I guess we'll start with Wanna go with Trump first? Oh God! Well, yeah. All right. Yeah, what ahead. do you what do you what do you think about the Syrian attack? Syria attack. Well, I told you I've I've only been seeing like the bad side of all of it as far as just the fact that last time I heard it was about eighty six people that had gotten killed. I think thirty which were kids, and of course, um, seeing all that on TV and stuff. I mean, how does that not? get to you i guess that, i think it was just a horrible thing in general and stuff oh as far as, as far as just seeing kids i work with kids so obviously i mean that hits my heart for that that whole thing if if it comes to people bombing other places i mean i guess just let it be that but as far as getting other people involved especially kids that's a whole nother that's a whole nother thing but you said that it wasn't a big deal, right? <laughs> Is that Whoa! What you said? Don't say that. Look, <laughs> I'm just saying that's what I'm not quoting a big you. Deal. It's a big deal, but it's not. I don't know how to explain it, where it doesn't sound like I'm being hypocritical. Like you're being ugly about it. Yeah, ugly, insensitive? nasty, insensitive. There's something. Look, I don't. I don't explain war to people, but you know, there's there's different types of people who like violence. There's the one who, there's people out there who like to fight, who like to go to war and kill people for a living. They're, it's what they like to do. And when they come back, they don't like, they don't want to do anything else except go back there and do it again. And uh, I feel like this attack, I don't, it was, you know, I'll explain what I understand of the whole situation. So basically on Tuesday, Last Tuesday, well, yeah, Tuesday, there was Assad's army uh, used a chemical weapon on his people to attack his people. So they would, you know, uh, fall into his regime. And I guess Trump took about 72 hours to decide. They gave him a bunch of options, like three or four, not a bunch of options, but <laughs> three or four options. And he decided, you know, that he could have sent troops, he could have. He could have done some. He could have done something else, or he could have just avoided this whole situation and not fight Syria. So I think a hundred people died from that chemical attack, children and babies. I guess that's what he was talking about it. And he was like, "Yeah, babies." You know, he has that ex very, uh, very uh, not monotone, but ex exciting monotone voice. And uh, I guess that's the reason why he did it. You know, he 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 bombed them just because he says. You need to stop. You can't keep doing this. That's my understanding of the situation. I don't think it was the right move to do, because you know, I just, me personally, I just don't think you should be uh, going through other people's problems. You know, so many, so many problems in this country. Why try to help these people when you can't even help yourself? You know, it's kind of interesting. Why say you're a, a, an alcoholic <laughs> and you're like drinking every day, and you say. There's this guy who's worse than you that drinks more than you, drinks a lot more than you, and or she or who is you know he she I'm a so <laughs> so uh, equal opportunity, and uh, 
what was I say? You're, she's much more of an alcoholic than you. And then you decide, you decide to help her, but you're still an alcoholic, right? Why would an alcoholic help a worse alcoholic? That is a terrible situation. So that's the way I look at it on how this situation got so, it's not bad, but it's just like, you, you just, I would rather you not done anything. Just say, okay. Kind of keep out of it, I yeah, guess. People died over there. They have to figure out how to fix their own country. And, you know, I think that's that's the way I think of it. And my understanding of it is that he bombed only the infrastructure. He did not try to kill people. Yeah, but there was, I guess, people along the way that ended well, up... Well, uh, whoever was in the... the wherever this... Where they thought the chemical weapons went from... Or where where the chemical... I should say where they thought because they knew where they were. Where, they, where the chemical weapons were, where they were manufactured, they bombed all that stuff. Of course, innocent people are going to die, but that's always... I don't want, we talked about this, or yeah. we texted about this. It's the risk of war. There's benef, There's benefits, or not benefits, I'm going to say that. But there's... Risk. Re- risk, and you got to resolve, and you got to figure out, okay, how 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 do I get these people to do it? Can I do it diplomatically? Can I, how do you win this situation? Because it's about winning. I know it's, you said it's testosterone field. It's, that's what it is. It really is. <laughs> but... I'm glad you said that out loud. Why? Because because I was like, this is testosterone conflict and stuff. And you're like, well, but yes, uh, kind of. It it is testosterone, but the, I also have feel like it's not going to go away. Oh no, I don't and, think so either. You know how are you going to fix it? How it's like fixing problems, big problems like that. They're so complex. And now that he's done this, you know, World War Three. Maybe a war with Syria, maybe another Iraq kind of deal. Do you want to know my opinion on Iraq? I think it was the worst decision we ever made. If you go in some place and you kill people, you take over their place, right? That's how a gangster would say it. <laughs> <laughs> I kill all these people, I take their shit, we're done. Uh, can I say shit? I don't know. Maybe. I, I have to put explicit now. <laughs> okay. So you take their shit. And you're just going to leave, and then they're all going to come back in there? It's not the smartest idea. Right. Basically, ISIS was... I, I, I don't know for sure, but I think ISIS sis, was created from that moment where we decided to just kill everybody. We already took... We, sh- we should have established bases, and troops should have been there. And then you would have helped the people, and then let their economy would later you know, become... Uh, it seems like the whole thing, first world country. It seems like the whole thing was very messy, very mm-hmm. with no organization, no plan. It was just kind of in and, there and bombarded, and then and there was lies was, and lies and lies and lies, and the government lies to you, whatever. But <laughs> well, we there was lies that. about weapons and mass destruction. That was a big thing why we went in there is because there was they thought they had thought they they manufactured the idea that there was weapons. So we just went in there. Everyone's all gun ho. You know, nine eleven happened. You know, people. You know, I don't know. Maybe you were you were old enough for this. I believe. Oh God. Uh-huh. Where there was a sort of camaraderie where people were nice to each other for once in like. Yeah, yeah. Forever. A lot of people came together as if you know we mm-hmm. all like. I feel like for a second it should have been like that from the get go, where people were actually nice to each other. It shouldn't have been to where there was. A terrorist attack or something tragic happened where it linked us all together. I think it should have. I think it should always be like that. But again, like you said, it was only a temporary thing, and then everything went back to normal after 
you know, it was, I guess, you know, after it blew over, it was just back to being divided, I guess, again, I suppose, if that's how you want to call it. Yeah, I I mean, more information is coming out every day about, like, why he did that. Because I feel like you don't, no one understands Trump, really. They just make assumptions. You don't know how, what it's like to live in another person's shoes and walk the path that he walked because everyone has a different life experience. So I, I don't know why he did it. I don't think it was a smart move. I will, me personally wouldn't have done it. I would just say, yeah, yeah. y'all killed each other and figure it out. You know? But he I started think... something. He started something that will affect us all. That's the big issue that I have there is this will affect you, affect me, affect people around you. And hopefully he handled it diplomatically. Diplomatically. I mean, he's meeting with uh, China and Russia and all these people are like you know, talking to him saying, oh, we, we condemn this act. We don't, you know, no, we don't want this. You know, you made a mistake. What if you go to war with Russia? That's not going to be cool. Okay. You know, I don't know, you know, people don't understand that wars haven't, wars have changed and they've evolved, you know, you no longer line up, it's very tactical, it's very, you know, drones now, you don't need people out there, you don't need people to kill people, you just bomb everybody, you might kill innocent people, but it's, you're, you're saving your side, that's what I always say, you know, everybody's a patriotic, patriotic, patriotic. And that's when you said that all of the selfishness comes in with mm-hmm. the self-interest and whatnot. Because at the end of the day, you don't really care who you step on to get there. You're just as long as it's not not what we call what we call American or someone from the USA. Oh, if you're American, then if an American dies over there, that's bad. But if it's if it's someone who lived there and it's not American, that's good. That's okay. Not good. It's okay. And I feel like that's that's the thing that we've kind of developed as a society. And how are we going to get past that? You know what I'm saying? How are, how are we going to decide to break the walls? I think it's great because you got your city, your community. No, you got your community, you got your city, you got your state, and then you got your country. And I think that's as far as it goes in terms of teams because it is a team mentality. So America... or uh, yeah, America or USA is a team, right? Nothing more than that, you know? We have allies, but it's not really a team. It's an ally, you know? We're good with Canada, but they're just an ally. They're not, they're not, they're not part of the team. They're, they're just a piece of someone we talk to. It's like they're different entities, you know? Yeah. And I, I don't know. What do you think about all this? What do you I hate how divided it is. I hate how you, I mean, because it is. That's exactly how you said it. it was just branched off from like one, you know, it branches off until it eventually stops. But like you said, I mean, a lot of people see it that way. Oh, if it's an American on the other side that, you know, got killed or something, it's like a huge thing. But then whenever it comes to innocent people that have nothing to do with any of it, it's just like, oh, they were born over there. Oh, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I'm more for like, I don't know. Everybody's human. Everybody feels the same. Everybody bleeds the same way. Everybody is, it's, they're a person still, no matter what. So that's how I end up seeing it is the fact that, like I said earlier, like if you guys have beef with each other and you guys want to bomb the shit out of each other, then 
you know, you guys solve your own conflict, but I mean, other people that have nothing to do with this, like just, I know it's really, if you're going to bomb somewhere or whatever, you know, it's really hard to try to not hit anybody or say somebody was there that you weren't planning. I know how hard that can be, but at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, people, they, their lives were lost, their family that, you know, there was kids involved and stuff. So that's how I see it. I think at the end of the day, everybody's a person. So I think that's very, <laughs> remember, I agree and disagree with you. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I feel like, <laughs> no, <laughs> Uni- was it unicorn and rainbows? Or- <laughs> oh, God. Yes. What did you say? It's not all sunshine, not rainbows, all- and I don't know. You put a little flower thing in there, too. It's not all flowers and unicorns and sunshine and this yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah. It really isn't. Uh, th- th- you know, I'm going to tell you what I think. I think people naturally want to do good. But there's two sides to every damn coin. And that coin can get gray. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone, it's a colorful world. <laughs> it's a, it is a rainbow world, right? So there's black and white and gray. Yes, there's there, well gray. Gray is kind of a is is an analogy for every other color. You can have every other color. I, I think there's a gray area to everything. You know what is okay, what isn't okay. You know we decide as a society what is okay and what is not. Slowly but surely we change laws. We move. You, progress is always going to happen. And, you know, until we make a mistake that's big enough where we wake up, you know, stop doing that shit, stop doing that, stop doing that, you know, you're never going to get people to do what you say. So I don't think sunshine and rainbows are here now in terms of like, it exists, it does. People can be good at each other. People can love each other, care about each other, just be friends, you know, just get along. Getting along is like the well, hardest mean, thing for most people. Kind of like what you were saying earlier. It's whenever you have, I mean, I know I'm going to put religion into this, but whenever you have a friend that's on one religion and then another friend on another religion, and then they don't like each other because their religion is not, you know, it, it doesn't go with theirs. You're the one that's in the middle and you're like, can we just, like, why do you, why does that have to be involved? Can we just, you know. Oh, look, look, see, I don't, I don't disassociate. I want to understand why. You, I want you to explain to him why your religion, why you think your religion's I can't remember, not right, but why do you think what Better? you think? No, what, why do you think what you think, and why does he think what you think? You know, or what does he think? You know, I want you to hash, you know, kind of hash it out, just figure out how this is going to work. Because you can, you can fight people without having to kill each other. You really can, and it's a healthy development, you know? All right, we're going to spar. It's called sparring. <laughs> All right. We're going to practice and we're going to try to get better together, you know, try to achieve something better, you know, try to come to an understanding. Well, that's why I was trying to tell you whenever you had said that, because I, I started laughing. I'm like, so then that means that you do believe in sunshine. And it exists, and but it's not here. Sunshine and rainbows go away. But right? it can definitely happen. It can happen. It can happen. But is it here now? Is there sunshine? Is there rainbow right right well, there's over there? There's sunshine outside, so. There's sunshine outside, but <laughs> you need both to, you know, make the chemical reaction. Oh, good. <laughs> but, you know, it, there's also a real darkness. Dark, dark, dark stuff. And I, uh, you can get deep into that darkness. Deep into that darkness. And it, it, is, it is kind of, I feel like it's, I don't know how much is it out there. I don't think how much bad stuff happens. 
But there's a lot. Even if there's one person doing bad stuff, there's still that's still a lot. Just to in my eyes, because it's a one person. But there's a lot more than that. There's there there is people who want to kill you. There's people who want to kill other people. We come up with reasons in our minds of why we want to kill each other and why we want to hurt each other. You know, it's it it's really difficult to say. Why, why? Like, I understand why people want to kill each other. I really do, because you sometimes you just don't want to deal with this other person. It'd be easier just to drop a bomb on them or just knock them out. You know, it's just easier to. It is easier. It's more. Work. Of course, it's easier just to get rid of that problem. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's easy just to eliminate that problem. But then again, you're not really developing how to deal with it. You're literally just like. This is my solution. Is just to end it. You know what I mean. So that is a form of dealing with it, though. I feel like, if that's not the best way, I don't think it is, because you know you'll create more problems for that. But you know, philosophy. <laughs> well, you know what? It's funny that we started talking about this because we didn't talk about this earlier. What was it? It was the Dr. McDaniel case. Oh, okay. How that is one strategy that was used is the fact that. Okay. Um, okay. I don't want to be ignorant around you, so <laughs> explain to me what it is, because I, I just know she wanted to kill someone. I was like, who? Did you kill him? Oh, no, you did. It was an no. undercover cop, from what I understand. No, it, yeah, it was an undercover cop. So explain the story. Explain the story. Okay, so it was, she, I think that what, what hit me the hardest about this whole thing is just the fact that I knew her before all this happened. Uh, I knew whenever, I guess their marriage was okay, I suppose. Huh? Um, and then it just kept spiraling downward and downward and downward. And it was just to the point where I understood they were getting a divorce and all this stuff. So I really like seeing that spiral downwards up until um, I worked with her for about four years. So um, and I'm going to another clinic. And uh, after that one clinic, it's been it was like kind of off and on. I worked with her for, for four years total. I was working there for a little while. I ended up going to another clinic just because. I had some issues there and then after the the in-between clinic that I was working at I ended up going back to Montrose at that place or, or I guess I was only working there for maybe a few months after like the manager was a horrible person but anyway four years total and then um, I'm working at another clinic now and then of course um, it's not that far away from Montrose so all I heard was just stories of them at mm -hmm. that point whenever I left uh, but I knew things were getting really bad um, I knew she was like on the point of losing her clinic. I know she was, uh, whenever I was leaving, I know like she was having issues with her husband to the point where it was getting like abusive, I guess. Um, I know they were, um, they have uh, an adopted daughter. I know that they were struggling to keep, like they were just wrestling with her back and forth who was gonna end up keeping her. Um, so it was just like a lot of stuff just piling up. It was just her daughter, it was um, the clinic, you know i guess the whole thing was just stressful in itself and then um finally i hadn't heard from them in a very long time and i don't know where i got tagged into this article on facebook saying dr mcdaniel tried to kill her husband and stuff and so um everybody knew she was very stressed out um and so everybody was shocked about it like dang like were you were you excuse me i don't want to be like because I'm so desensitized from what you're saying. Right, right, right. I don't want to be rude or anything. Oh, God. Well, so it's going to okay. come out rude, probably. Uh-huh, go ahead. Like, I wouldn't be shocked. It's just my... This is the way I think. We 
would joke about, I guess, like, oh, you know, if we were to talk about her killing her husband, it would be as a joking matter. But whenever you actually see it, like, she's on the news for this. It was more like so a... So, you're talking... Okay, what are you telling me? That she was joking about it? No, 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 no. I'm saying... <laughs> are you making shit if up? we... <laughs> Dude. I'm saying before we found out that this was actually set in stone and kind of stuff, like whenever we were there, like we would say joke around. If you have an issue, say with a girlfriend that you had or something, and we'd be like, oh, you know, what if Brandon killed her? Ha ha! Like we wouldn't doubt it and stuff because she drive he she drives him crazy and stuff. But you know, it's nothing where like, oh, I read on the paper that Brandon actually killed his girlfriend. Like that's crazy you know we knew that they had problems but it, I, we never thought it would be to the point where it was that bad that's exactly the same thing here we knew that there was issues going on i knew there was divorce there was just a lot of stress going on but never to the point where we're like oh my god we knew it we knew something like this was gonna happen. i knew it I, because the, her personality was very loving it was very loving it was very um being there for other people unfortunately because she was so loving towards other people some people are just horrible that they like to manipulate other people mm -hmm. people that are really really nice i feel like tend to get manipulated a little bit faster than people that are just just bad bad they just spread bad vibes they're just bad people in general so i feel like um in a way she had really bad influences in her life um one being the guy that she was dating um mm -hmm. so apparently um, they had been dating after the divorce and stuff, and he had already had like a bad record of stalking his ex-girlfriend and stuff like that. I think he had already been in jail and stuff, and this, this was her influence. So I didn't know much of the story as far as her and that guy and her boyfriend, uh -huh. but um, I finally like understood, I guess, what happened um, whenever she actually sent her iPad to Channel 2 after her suit. It was pretty much like a suicide note. And she sent it off to Channel 2. So, of course, they edited and stuff. And I, I didn't actually get to watch the whole thing. But what I saw was she's like, I didn't wake up one day just saying, I want to kill my husband. It was... Takes time. It, it was... He's doing all... Apparently, she had said that the, the ex-husband kept bothering her with a lot of stuff. Like, the clinic, for instance, was trying to take it away. Was kept bothering and bothering and bothering her about it. And then she was with this guy. And so... I think they tried to like tell the ex-husband like hey stop trying to be i guess in a peaceful way i guess like mm -hmm. don't do that don't do that um he's still bothering her to the to the point where the boyfriend was like you know what this is really getting out of hand he's really bothering you like i'm gonna have to end up hurting him or doing something like you know of course violence violence like you know i'm gonna have to put a stop to this guy like he is not stopping and so I think it got to the point where it was just more out of desperation where they ended up doing that. So she she wanted she decided to try to kill him, right? And then Yes. So the way that it was is that they ended up hiring this hitman that was an undercover cop. Okay, um, okay, okay. First of all, when you hire a hitman I don't know the formula behind trying to hit find you, a hitman or Well, you go to the mob or the cartels, you got to go to someone who knows. These are River Oaks people. I highly doubt they someone. have there's something called the dark web. You can find you can find yourself a hitman. The, well, obviously, or they, Sicario, what we call they call them in Mexico, Sicarios, people who kill people for money. And I, I just you know I'm like you know in my mind I don't want to be offensive, but how can you be so stupid to 
not not the idea that you 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 wanted to kill him. I think that's a legit, you know, legit thing to do. I guess not legit, but like you know, that's. I don't think it should have been handled better. Yes, <laughs> it should have been handled you, way better. I, I just don't know where you got this person. Like, how did you find this hitman? Of course, I mean nobody actually knows that story. Only her. I really and would want to know boyfriend. what that. that, that, that that I is... think that's the I think that's the main thing that everybody's asking. Like, where one did you find this person? Because when I remember whenever I was talking to my sister and her husband about it, they were like, "Where do you even? Where does one even find a hitman like that? I guess where do you even do research to be like this guy's totally legit or whatever the case is?" Um, you gotta check credentials. There's no way you can figure. That. Look, you gotta f- check credentials. You gotta go. And I don't think she did that. I think she just. Decided. I think it was like I said, out of desperation. Very impulsive, in that she just decided, "Oh, how am I going to find a hitman?" You know, she googled it or something. I don't. <laughs> I have no idea. You I, go I, with it because you, and you don't check. You gotta check credentials. Okay, right. is this guy legit? Right. Is this where did he come from? I got. You gotta investigate pretty much, and it might take a while for you to investigate right. whether this person is actually who they say they are. Right. But again, I think, like you said, it was impulsive and it was out of... Yeah, yeah. She just was like, I gotta find like Hitman. Oh, you know Hitman? Oh, okay. Right. And so it ended up being an undercover cop. And the way that it ended up going down was the fact that um, they, the undercover cop went up to the ex-girlfriend of the of the boyfriend and then also the ex-husband of Dr. McDaniel and said, hey, so-and-so is trying to kill you. Like, do you mind posing for us? as if you're dead and we can take pictures of you guys like with blood splatter on you and stuff like that and then we send those pictures to them confirming that you guys are dead and then that's exchanging money and stuff so that's how it ended up happening and then uh they the thing is like they were like no it's okay we don't want to see the pictures like we'll just give you the money and stuff like that and then that's whenever the trading of money is what led to mm-hmm. them getting caught and stuff it was 10 g's right uh, I think so. I think That's so. That's not enough, man. You need, like, I think it costs like, more than that. I don't, uh, to get a real good, like, a decent hitman, probably 50000 60000 To get, like, uh, someone, like, one of those people that you never hear of is probably in the millions. I, yeah, because what they were paying it wasn't, it just That's didn't not, add up. That's not so, hitman. I guess you could get some people to do it, but. It would be some stranger that you don't Or a know. cop. Or a cop. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, so that's how they ended up getting caught and stuff and whatnot. And um, they they let her go, I guess, on I, I bail or bond or whatever the case is. She ended up getting out. And um, the guy, they declined his offer, though. They didn't let him go. So mm-hmm. he's still in jail and stuff. But you would assume that somebody would be monitoring her because... Pretty much after this, like she was not going to have the clinic anymore. She wasn't going to be able to practice anymore. She's most likely going to go to jail. Um, she wasn't going to have her daughter anymore. Like all of these things, her entire world just got like flipped. It crumbled. It exactly. crumbled like exactly. a piece. All because it was this act of uh, sorry, probably, it was stupid. It was she, stupid. Like I could, I, did she? She must have regretted that. Oh, like, of course. Like she was like, oh, why did I do that? Exactly. And so what I'm saying is that like her being like, I knew she was a good mom. She loved her daughter to death. Like that's all she, you know, she would talk about her a ton and stuff. But you knowing that this is so sensitive as far as like you getting her daughter, you know, like you're on the verge of possibly losing custody to all this stuff and whatnot. Like you guys are going battling back and forth about who's going to keep her. You would assume that you wouldn't do anything to mess it up or anything. And here you are doing something crazy 
you know, and then you ended up getting caught about it. So literally her entire world just like just th there was no more of it. And so um, instead of of fighting through it for her consequences, she ended up just she wrote a suicide note. I think she wrote a suicide note for, I guess, like another friend or something like that. Um, she sent the iPad thing to Channel 2 and stuff. But what I was uh, what she was saying on there, she was like, um, you know, she explained her story and stuff like that and whatnot. And she really wanted to explain to everybody. She's like, I don't want everybody to think that I'm a monster, that I that I did this because, you know, just because I felt like it or whatever mm -hmm. the case is and stuff. So um, that's how that happened. And uh, a lot of people are very... Um, on the fence about some some things just because some people that knew her from a very long time like 20 30 years you know whatever um they're very like we're sticking by her no matter what you mm -hmm. know we're we're supporting her whatever versus other people that were like at the end of the day she tried to kill somebody else mm -hmm. and that's not okay and uh, you know other people that don't really know the story they're just like well that's what she gets you know what i mean it's like you have a whole spectrum of people having opinions on she, she, the problem is, what did, you, what did you think about her suicide? Like, I felt like, dude, she was fucked. Literally fucked. There was no way to get out of her situation. I, she would have gone to jail. She would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her Everything. reputation would have been destroyed. Done. So where where does she go? How does she live through that? That's that's just my thing. That where like It's hard. And what she had put on there, she goes, it, what did she say on there? She said something about it's not because I'm depressed or it's, I it's not forgot. depression it's not depression it wasn't because of that she said it's because I can't fight anymore mm. she goes I can't fight anymore look look you, she, she can't fight well she can fight she's not gonna win most likely yeah but what she meant is she doesn't have enough she didn't have enough strength anymore to just keep fighting and fight mm. I guess she at this point it was just like I have fought all I could fight and that's like I'm done at that point, I guess whenever she said, I'm done, that's whenever I guess she did her little suicide notes, and then that's whenever she ended up committing that. And that's what she ended up writing at the end of the day, that she's like, I just couldn't, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> but, I mean, it. whenever I knew that she ended up getting sent back home mm -hmm. to when I found out that she ended up committing suicide, honestly, I don't know if it sounds ugly of me or what, but honestly, it wasn't something that I didn't expect. It was like, you have nothing... You, you're done. You're and I mean, of course, you no can one's keep gonna fighting. Take, no one's taking care of you. No one's fix, helping you. Yeah, and you're, I I know that a lot of people would if people have said to me they're like, that's not right. She still had a daughter that she could have fought for and stuff. But it's like you don't know. Like you have you don't know what she could have been feeling. You don't know at the end of the day what could have been happening. Yeah, she could have fought for her daughter, but what are the chances that she was ever gonna see her again? Never. Unless <laughs> she was like eighteen and she, whatever. I don't exactly know how that goes down, but. I mean, what exactly are the chances? And her already, I think she's maybe like, uh, maybe in fourth, fifth, maybe even middle school at this point, I think. That's but a long time to wait. She, she knows what's going on. Like, she's old enough to grasp what's going on. It's not like if she's in kindergarten and she doesn't know exactly. Mm -hmm. So if for somebody to explain to her, like, your mom tried to kill your dad. And you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be okay with that. You know, you never know how people are going to react, but... It just, I think what irritated me was the fact that people didn't know her. They don't know her. They 
um, pass judgment whenever she did end up killing herself. They were like, that's not right. I think that's so weak of her and blah, blah. It's like, but you don't know. You don't know all of it. I honestly, I felt horrible. I felt bad for her. I didn't, it wasn't like, well, that's what she gets kind of thing. It was just, here's a person that you don't know how she feels. You, Whenever people, like I know somebody that said, well, whenever people commit suicide, I lose complete all respect for them. But it's just like, you've never been in that kind of position. You are nobody to say, well, you should have kept fighting. You know, like you've never gone through that. So why are you, like, of course you can have all these like, um, I guess, words of wisdom to say now, but what happens whenever you're actually the one that's caught in between all of that, that entire mess, you, you don't ever know how you're going to react. You know, some people mm-hmm. that you thought could be strong and go through with it end up killing themselves. Or somebody that all the time. Want. It happens all the time. Yeah. Strongest people I know kill themselves. I don't think anyone, anyone can really... It depends on your situation. If a situation gets bad enough, I think you can commit suicide. Anyone can do it. It's like, how, the question is how you do it. You know, I'm going to tell a suicide story of mine. This is very... Uh, I don't think I've ever really told this to anyone. So I was in uh, I was freshman year of high school. I was failing in every class. Didn't <laughs> didn't pay attention. Hanging out with friends, you know, I didn't really have a purpose, or you know, I didn't really feel good. Depression, whatever it's called. I don't have that anymore. It's gone. That the, that piece of me, that shade of me, has I have banished it to the farthest land. It does not exist currently. It could creep back and come into my city, but I'll knock that shit out. <laughs> so. It's funny. I, so I try to, you know, the the way you kill yourself is like the toughest decision you make. Because I feel like, okay, what do you want to do? Hang yourself? That's what I went with. So do you want to hang yourself, shoot yourself, uh, run into a bus? Uh, how do you want to kill yourself? Carbon dioxide, it's some pills. It's, oh, cyanide. You, you'll know what I mean by the cyanide. Uh, but... Like, how do you want it to end? So I decided to hang it. Well, me being a dumbass and not knowing anything about how to hang yourself, I put myself on like a, a fan or like a skylight fan. And I think it was a skylight fan. And with a blue rope. And I wrapped, I, I did the knot perfectly. I figured everything out. I put it over my head. And then I hanged myself and I started choking for a bit. And then, boom, everything breaks. <laughs> Broke that fan. I tried to fix it. I think I glued it back together or whatever. And I was so depressed. I was like, I'm not, even, I'm not even good enough to kill myself. That's how low I am. So then I just go back into my room, start watching TV. I forget what I was watching. Uh, and I just, after that, I was like, well, <laughs> I'm no good at it. Might as well not try it again. You know, I just, that was my, my experience with that. Wow, that's awful it's not awful it's it's an experience that i think yeah i mean it's an experience but i mean i i it sucks whenever because i've been through i feel like the majority of people have at least in like a small even a second people have felt like i'm not good enough or something my dad still has that blue rope really yeah (laughs) i see in the back of his truck it's funny so it's like every time you see it do you just like reminisce on like no i just laugh huh Well, yeah, it just sucks because I feel like all of us have gone through that at some point where it's just like we're not good enough for something. 
and then sometimes you just have to slap yourself and just be like, what am I talking about? Like That's the problem. I can't slap myself. I need someone to slap me. Why is that? Because I think you get to a point where you yourself can't get yourself out of it. It's like you dig in the ditch and then or digging a hole and then you dig too deep, right? How are you gonna get up? Oh, you're gonna keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. Well, there's nothing, there's no way you can, well, unless you're like, gets physically stronger for some reason or something. But it's near, near to impossible. Nothing's impossible, as I say. But near to impossible. It's very, very, very difficult. And I don't think, you don't have the effort or the strength to do it alone. And if you don't have anyone helping you, you'll never get out of that hole. And so many people are in different types of holes. There's financial holes, there's this hole. And how deep you want to dig the hole. Some people build, that's what I say, people build themselves up, build themselves sky towers like Trump. Or actually, I don't think he owns any of those, he told me. Or someone told me. But doesn't actually own any of those, but they have his name on it. Mm. But, you know, he built himself up to, you know, what he is. Because, you know, that's just that. You build yourself or you dig yourself a ditch. And you're going to die in that ditch or you're going to die on a skyscraper. Which one do you want to die in? Most people would say the skyscraper. Just this is my opinion of what I think people want. Well, that's what she ended up doing anyway. She ended up jumping. Well, I would have done the same thing in her situation. I really would have, because I mean, I would have first exhausted every resource on how I could win, and if it was almost impossible or like almost impossible, like I said, just end it. I think that's what she ended up doing. I think that's the point. That's what where she got to where. Uh, she ended up exhausting every resource. I think that's why she ended up saying, she goes, I, there's nothing, there's no more effort. There's no more strength. There's no more anything. There's no more fight in me left. So I think that's what ended up happening was that it was a matter of just exhausting every resource at that point that she had. And there was no more. And I mean, I'm sure a lot of people that could have, might've been her friends. I'm sure, you know, a few people stuck onto her, but I'm sure for the majority of people, I'm sure, you know, they didn't know how to feel about it. Like, I didn't know how to feel about it. I, I felt bad for her, of course, because the whole situation that happened. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you did try to kill another person, you know what I mean? I guess at the end of the day, that's kind of how it ended up, I ended up seeing it as. I know other people disagree with me and stuff, but, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it was. It's an interesting idea, though, that... You, you'll never understand why, she, well, I guess from suicide notes, but you never get the full story. Right. You'll never understand every moment that she went through because none of it is recorded or thought of or a journal. That's, that's what I think is amazing about people when they write stuff down. Like, uh, what's her name? Anne Frank, where she was, they, it was Nazis, right? Remember? She's Jewish. She hides in the attic, right, with her family. You know, she wrote a journal so we understand how she was there and how she felt and what, you know, she she released her thoughts rather than keeping them in. And I think a lot of people just keep them in and you never understand why they killed themselves or why they committed suicide right? or why they picked their specific way of committing suicide. I always wonder why, why did you decide to hang yourself? Why did you decide? Unless someone tells you or they tell you themselves, you'll never know. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad that she ended up... I think that was her last thing to do before she left because I know a lot of people were just questioning, like, 
I know I was. I was like, how could you, you know, do this and stuff? And then she ended up making it clear. It, it had. It was on the news where it was just like her story and her words and how it unfolded or whatever, how it unraveled and stuff like that. So I'm glad she ended up just. I think it was like an, a little, a little under two hours about explaining everything. But in a sense, I'm kind of glad that she ended up doing that. And I think a lot of people are glad that she ended up doing that because people that don't understand it because they're the articles that were posted on Facebook, of course, everybody has an opinion about it. And the opinions that were on there were, of course, people that didn't know her. And so they were like, oh, you know, just saying bad, ugly things. Everybody has an opinion about stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that she ended up clearing her. Yes. Clearing her name? Is that I, what you're not saying? clearing her name, just explaining how everything happened. Expressing her thoughts. Yeah, explaining why this happened, explaining what was the background of the story, really giving people, like, look, this is what happened. Like, it's not because, and she had said on there, she goes, it's not like I woke up one day just saying, I want to kill my husband, you know? Mm -hmm. It was more like a Gradual, series. Gradual, yeah. Yeah, it was a series of events that just kind of ended up spiraling downwards, unfortunately. But. It's hard to. Side. It, and things happen and you don't understand why they happen but there's always kind of an explanation or you'll get a half explanation or half of a reason why that happened I think we try to figure that out all the time I don't know I really suicide is so interesting because people say oh you're depressed some people who kill themselves are not depressed not depressed at all. They just want to kill themselves because they found themselves in a shitty situation. My my idea of what life, I life is, <laughs> is that it's a game. It really is a game. Uh, whether it is actually a game or actually you know whatever. It's a game. It's a sort of you know playing. It's I think we're a bunch of chess pieces, and we all can do different things, and we can all on an infinite plane, you know. Where we can go this way or that way. You can decide to do that. You can lead down this path where it doesn't lead towards anything good. You know, you, you make those decisions and you, you can't, it's, it's a game. It's a business game. It's a financial game. It's an emotional game. Emotions play a big role in the game. You know, I, I really think, you know, you try to, and you build skills, you build this and that, and you just, you just keep learning. And I think that's the, the, the real purpose. And if you decide to end the game, I don't know if I can blame you for that. I don't know if I could can say, oh, that's bad. Because maybe you would do the exact same thing if you're in that situation. Yeah, I just hate how judgmental people can be when they have no idea what's going on. Especially whenever I heard that comment that was like, I lose respect people whenever they... Like they, that's what that person said. They were like, I wouldn't even go to her funeral. I wouldn't even do any of that just because I lost complete respect for her because she did that. It's like, how are you just passing like judgment like that so fast without you even knowing any of it? See, just, that's, that's it drives what, me crazy. I understand what you're saying, but I think that person, it's a comment, you know? Comments are very short, sweet, short, short sweater, bitter. <laughs> that's what I always say. They're short, sweater, and bitter. They, you don't understand what that person's like. You haven't got the full thing. Why do you think that is? Is there a situation or, or something that you thought about and that made you come to that conclusion? You know, that's why I want to talk to those type of people. 
even though they might not be the most beneficial for society or be like bad people in most people's terms i think it would be great to understand why they, they follow the path they follow i would like to understand as well because why do you say that comment is it is it because you know i'm making assumptions here and just <laughs> theoretical you know did someone kill themselves and he just you know felt that no respect is necessary because they killed themselves or what, what personal experience or what kind of things did he what how does his thought process work on that and maybe he doesn't have a thought process maybe he just straight up said it's disrespectful he had to have something that influenced that decision i i think so too i mean there has to be i mean you don't just um have an opinion about something so strong like that Mm -hmm. without even having a background in it or or an experience in it i think i'm sure something happened i think for you to have such strong feelings about. yeah but i think we should try to understand why why that person thought that yeah i again it's just I'm trying really hard to be better about, because I'm all about that. Like for me, what what life is is just like self improvement. Like self improvement. Oh, always you're about doing it. <laughs> always about trying to better yourself because that's how I see it. As whenever you say it's a game, because I mean you can't get better. I'm leveling up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't get to level five if you're stuck on level one because you haven't learned what you're supposed to learn. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like that's how I feel life is like it's just trying to level up into a better and better I think that's why people get addicted to video games yeah just leveling up because you can actually see the number well you can see the numbers you can see the skills I mean I guess you can reflect back on how you are now to how you were like say whenever you were well I guess in my case 20 or something maybe you can reflect back whenever you were like I don't know 17 I can reflect back on my past lifetime yeah and then you can say okay well how am I different because I know I've changed like whenever I look back on stuff that I was like 21 or 22 years old in, and I'm just like god I was like dumbass back there then, of course you know? we're always evolving we're always changing i don't know yeah i don't know what i'm gonna be like 10 years from now or 15 years from now i might be the biggest douchebag in the world but you know I, I i don't know what heads for the future everyone tries to predict the future everyone's scared of that i'm everyone's scared or they're like oh that's kind of you know they get cringy about it you know because mm-hmm. the unknown can be exciting and it can be scary right and when you you're like oh, I gotta know my future I got you know people if, if you told them if you were like a not a genie but an oracle or something and you could tell people's futures for real for legit legit <laughs> and you charge people like ten thousand dollars people would come to you they would flood oh yeah if I you mean, could tell their future because they want to know what happened yeah, yeah that's why I love like Greek mythology and all that stuff yeah um, what my friend had sent me today uh, she was like whatever what she what did it say it was like a little meme or a little thing it was just like um if you're going through struggles right now like and people are not in your life that you and you want them to be it makes you sad that they're not in your life like don't worry about it it's probably just because you can't get to where you want to get to if they are in your life that's why you have to kind of let them go unfortunately which sucks but at the same time it's just kind of like some people I don't want to say hold you back, but I mean, at the same time, that they're just not good influences, unfortunately, with you or around you, I guess. Yeah, and then you got to realize that everyone's busy or doing something. It's hard for someone to take care of someone else because you can't do it alone. I'm not going to watch you for 24 hours. <laughs> like, I can't do that. I can't, I can't monitor you every moment of every day. I have to, you know, do this, do that, whatever you got to do to, I guess, whatever, survive. 
and if you keep you know people blame themselves all the time for other people I think that's one of the big things that people do oh it's, it's, it's my fault because it's, well yes and no <laughs> it's your fault that you weren't paying attention and stuff like that but you know that you're not going to be able to pay attention all the time you're not going to be able to hang out with this person figure this person out from top toe to to brain to you know understanding their development and everything you you really can't do that so and you have your time split up and all these different things that you you're uh, achieving or want to do or whatever you want to say or maybe you're just running what i call a script it's like you're just going with you're just doing a routine you're not really thinking about it so you know everybody does it differently and we're just all trying to figure out what's going on uh he's sleeping <laughs> he's sleeping. snoring yeah really loud and so uh that's what i think also one last uh, get off the subject because it's like death 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 existentialism well yeah yeah <laughs> s town you must listen to it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Okay. I'm going to okay. give you the background. Okay. Basically, I'm going to give a review on this on my YouTube channel. Yeah. So. Because I don't know what exactly I'm expecting. I don't know what it's about. I, I, don't, I hope it doesn't depress you. And oh, I hope, God. I also hope it brings you up. I hope you get feelings like a roller coaster. Okay. Because okay? that's what happened with you, right? Oh, hell yeah. I was like, damn. I'm like, oh. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> and it's so bad. Everything's so bad. Everything's so bad, you know. So this, uh, so there's this uh, news NPR. It's called National Public Radio. They have a series of crime dramas and stuff, and they're all different. But this one is they're all nonfiction. So uh, this reporter, his name is Brian Reed. He basically uh, got this email from this guy in Alabama. His name is John B. McLemore. He is a clockmaker. Uh, he fixes clocks. He, you know, owns this piece of land in Alabama. It's, it's beautiful and it has a maze and everything. And he basically reports two stories, saying that he calls it shit town. That's what the podcast is. It just says S town, but it's called. He calls it shit town, and. Uh, he says, back in shit town, you know, he has the country accent, and he's like, shit town. Also, you'll you'll see, he's a, I'll tell you this, because you'll figure it out pretty Spoiler quick. alert. I'm just kidding. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he is gay. Okay. He is gay, and you're in Alabama. Scary. I'd be scared to live in Alabama. <laughs> if, you're, if you're gay and you're in Alabama, it's scary. That's one of those, not to say that it's a bad place, but it's it's one of those places where it's worse for gay people than any other state i think i think he explains a lot of statistics and stuff but basically he's this guy he calls he calls or emails this uh reporter or this producers and the reporter reporter brian reed reads his email says in the headline shit town right and then the bottom it explains one story of a woman being or a, a cop molesting uh women as when he pulls them over and that's one story and the other story is about a kid named uh, Cabram, or no, yeah, Cabram, K Cabram, his name's Cabram, and killing, that he killed a guy uh, named uh, uh, Dylan Nichols, and that 
you explain the whole situation and you will hear about that and you get this you get feelings from this I don't know if you'll get the feelings that I got and you might come with a different perspective of it but that's the story and you feel it just takes you through a roller coaster and you want to understand everything about this person and I felt attached to him I felt attached to the story this novel and I didn't want to let it go and I want to know more and I'm like, why do I want to know more about something that I have no idea? I've never been there. I've never heard these people or I've listened to them, but I've never been there. You know, I don't know any of these people. Why am I so connected to this story? And I've never had that before. So I really suggest you listen to it. I think. What is it called again? S-Town. S-Town. It's number one on, on every podcast site right now. Oh, Everyone's okay. going crazy. Wow. It is literally like. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, it's like uh, it's like Shakespeare just came back to life and wrote it down. Did you say it was it was it was episode or it Cha- was chapters? Chapters. Okay, how many chapters are there? Seven. Seven chapters. Okay. Listen to it in your car. I don't want you to listen to it in your car because the first two episodes are deep. Well, the first episode is like getting the storyline, like what I explained. And the second episode, damn, it's deep. And the third episode, you're like, what? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> oh, fourth episode. You start learning about more. And you'll see why I recommend it to you because it's, it's so unique. It's not unique, but I feel like the reporting, the editing, everything just went very well and flowed very well. Some people think it's fake. I don't think it, it's not fake because, I mean, everyone handles things differently. You, If, you, if I told you uh, this person killed this person, right? And you're sad about it, right? Some people react differently to sadness, you know? Some people cry, some people just like, oh, whatever. Oh, he killed? Okay, I don't care. He was my friend, I don't care. You know, some people are emotional, some people, it sounds like it's not real, but I, I, I honestly think that it's, it is real. We know it's nonfiction. It's just people want to make it something it's not. But you gotta listen to it. It's called S-Town. Must listen to. I would love to chat. S town. I have no one to chat with it except <laughs> online guys, and I really I need more than that. S town. I hope I get your perspective on the whole story. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll okay. definitely listen to it. We can talk about it later. Okay, guys. Well, uh, I guess we're gonna end it. Yeah.